Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the World. I am your tireless hero, Corbin David Allball, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and to spread a little cheer here on this third weekend of April, because I know it's been a bit of a downer week for a lot of people since we all kind of collectively watched God's favorite McMansion nearly burn to the ground this past week. Hey, we saved it though, or at least like the God Shield did. I think it was the God Shield. They may have CGI'd that out in the CNN coverage. I don't know if any of you were like me, but when I first saw the footage, because first I saw the headlines. I saw the news coming in that said Notre Dame was on fire, but I figured it was, you know, the, the media doing the media thing, and it was like a curtain on fire, or someone had like collapsed a souffle or like something stupid like that. And then I saw the footage and I was like, oh no, it's actually on fucking fire. And I don't know if y'all are like me, and maybe it's just because I'm watching way too many Nicolas Cage movies, but because we still haven't gotten a formal explanation for what happened, my headcanon is that there was some hardcore national treasure, Nicolas Cage trying to get the Articles of Confederacy from cybernetic Sean Bean, and that Notre Dame was like some cannon constructed by the Illuminati, and Sean Bean had figured out the key to do it, and I feel like I'm also kind of describing the plot of Metal Gear Solid at the same time, but that doesn't change the fact that that might be what had happened. My main evidence being that nobody knows where Nicolas Cage was in the last week. That is my evidence, but the longer that we go without a formal explanation, the longer my theory gains traction, at least in my opinion. But, you know, obviously, more likely than not, it's just going to be basic human error, and it's going to be because Pierre from the contracting company plugged in fucking 10 things to the power strip when he shouldn't have, and it was sitting right by some, like, thousand-year-old, like, dust wood that was waiting to go up in flames. And that's another thing. I feel like, you know, obviously, you know, we're all justified in feeling sad about Notre Dame, but I don't think that we take the time to acknowledge all of the priceless historical buildings that we don't burn down on a yearly basis. Considering the amount of dumb-ass people that we have walking around the Earth, and the amount of historical monuments that we still have, we've actually done a pretty commendable job, I would say. And I feel like we don't acknowledge that positivity and that silver lining as much as we should. But I also understand that what happened is a tragedy, and there's going to be a lot of rebuilding that has to happen. And, you know, obviously... They've already contributed, you know, approximately like three trillion dollars to rebuilding it. So good job, God. Not that you were ever hungry a day in your cosmic existence. But I also wanted to throw my hat and ipso facto uh, NOCO FM's hat into the charitable ring. And so I wanted to formally announce the Corbin versus the world drive to modernize and restore Notre Dame. And it's a initiative that is looking to uh, not only repair the fire damage, 
but also to modernize Notre Dame for a 21st century community. And so, you know, we're looking at adding uh, bouncy castles. Uh, there's going to be a food court as well as, I think, laser tag. And we've also talked to Meow Wolf as well. And Meow Wolf has agreed to create a room and installation in the new Notre Dame. But that's only if you contribute to our Corbin versus the world fund to modernize and restore Notre Dame. And for every $10 that you donate to this fund, we will dedicate $1 to making that dream a reality. And you can find the link to that charity on my SoundCloud. But enough God bothering on with the tunes. I have got some fun, sunny, spunky, punky tracks lined up for you. This is Bang My Drum by Angel Dust.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing Bang My Drum by Angel Dust. That's a dollar sign in the dust. Followed up by Sunshine Rock by Bob Mould of Husker Du fame off of his unbelievably good album Sunshine Rock. Definitely give that one a check out. And rounding us out was WrestleMania 8 by Martha off of their new album Love Keeps Kicking. And I feel like I play an inordinate amount of music with pro wrestling references in the lyrics, but I digress. Anybody watch the Game of Thrones premiere? Statistically, I bet you did. 17.4 million people tuned in to officially watch the premiere of the last Game of Thrones episode, which is statistically a stupid amount of people. I was a little taken aback by the fact that they decided to make this a musical episode, uh, but I was really touched by the uh, Danny and John duet when they were both riding the dragons, uh, and I didn't think that it was derivative at all of Aladdin, which I know a lot of people on the internet were saying. And I also really enjoyed Tyrion Lannister's solo song, and I had no idea that Peter Dinklage had such a beautiful baritone voice. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. And I will admit I've had a lot of Game of Thrones on the mind recently because I made the decision to begin re-watching the series because I realized about a week before the new episode premiered that I had no idea what the actual hell was going on in that goddamn series. Like, I knew that, you know, the, the bad Ice King has, like, a devil zombie dragon now and he's about to go and fuck shit up. But there's a lot of like character nuances that I feel like I've kind of forgotten in the last like two or three years since the last season, give or take. So I've been giving myself a bit of a refresher course. And it's really disconcerting watching earlier seasons because it's like watching movies from like the 60s or like music documentaries from the 80s. And you're like, oh, my God, look at all these dead people milling around. And you also realize that in retrospect, Ned Stark really is possibly the dumbest human in the entire Game of Thrones series, including Hodor. 
So I guess what I'm really saying is that Game of Thrones really doesn't lend itself too well to that whole rewatching thing. So that means that The Wire is safe atop its throne for yet another year. So great job, Wire, for being the most rewatchable show of all time. Scientifically proven. But I am looking forward to the series finally being done, and I can put my emotional energy somewhere else for the love of God. And I know it will end when all of our heroes discover that the power of friendship will trump the power of the dead. And then they use the Care Bear Stare to defeat the White Walkers. And you heard it here first, folks. That is how Game of Thrones is going to end. So while I'm spoiling HBO for you, I am also going to bring you some more tunes. This is Mothers. It hurts until it doesn't.
the one about the Rajneesh Param Society Everyone seemed to think they were lunatics But I sort of thought Hey, I get this inside this rational brain of mine I long to be contradicted I wait for a sign Doesn't matter what cult, what sign Just give me any cult design I'll tell you all the advantages Though I'm guessing maybe you are an atheist You'd get a reason, you'd get a goal You'd know how to dress and how to cleanse your soul I'd be up for that I'd be totally up for cleansing my soul Would I have to split from my family? They wouldn't know what got into me I'd change my name into something cool Warlord Springgrass and the leader would use me as a songwriter too I'd spread her message to the world Send in the Send in the choir Each day I'm waiting eagerly When I cross this corner will there be a sign there just for me A special light or a person with a glow that says something new I didn't already know but there's never anything just the same old cats and fences My leader would know what to do about everything About the wars and the climate and all the hurting She would say, shh, I know just what to do You just relax and Stay low, I'll punish the bad guys, set the good ones free, then we'll have a fiesta. Send in the choir. Send in the choir. Send in the So when you answer in July, can you please do so in falsetto? Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing It Hurts Until It Doesn't by Mothers. Followed up by There Are a Thousand by Helena DeLand. And finally, we had Joining a Cult by Annika Norlin off of her dual album with Jens Lakeman. That's called Correspondence. And it's a really groovy album concept that they had for that. Basically, they uh, they kept up correspondence with one another. Uh, Jens Lakeman is a singer-songwriter. 
uh, from Sweden, as well as Annika Norland. She plays in the band Sakert and Hello Safe Ride. And they kept up correspondence over a year, hence the album title. And on each song that they trade off is uh, basically a letter that they wrote uh, one another, uh, kind of set to music or translated into a song. And it's a very sweet album, and it's basically the most twee fucking thing ever. So classic Sweden on that note. But definitely check that album out. It's a sweet one, and anything that Jens Lankman touches turns to gold. And I'm really excited about checking out Annika Norland's uh, work as well because of this album. But enough talking about tunes. We have to talk about Carl's Jr. As you might be aware, Saturday is 420, a noted holiday for those that smoke marijuana, whoever those people might be. And Carl's Jr. has decided to celebrate by unveiling a new menu item called the Rocky Mountain High, as if that joke hasn't been done literally a billion fucking times. The Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight, which at first glance you might think would be like a cheeseburger themed roller coaster at like Elitch Gardens, which that's a fucking dope idea. And I got dibs on that if anyone's got investing money, but it's not that. It's nothing that cool. It is, in fact, the very first cannabinoid infused food item being sold by a fast food restaurant because apparently this is what we needed in the 21st century. And they're selling it for, of course, $4.20. And I didn't realize up until this point that the thing that might make me quit smoking weed is actually just corporate spite because I can't get over how upset this makes me on a base level. And I've been trying to come up with the reasons why. And I think it kind of boils down to the fact that at its bare root, CBD doesn't do donkey shit. It's, you know, it's allegedly supposed to help with like anxiety and pain and help white women feel better about taking cannabis products. But in actuality, like, why the fuck are you putting this in a burger? Like, Carl's, Carl's Jr., can I call you Jr.? I get it. You're like a notch above Long John Silver's on the fast food hierarchy, and you really want to prove yourself, and you really want to show the other brands that you're cool, but this isn't the way. Turning to fake drugs is not the way to impress your audience, and your market. You're like the people at the fancy pizza restaurants that put shit like activated charcoal in their crust and think that that makes a goddamn difference. It doesn't. You just put black shit in the dough. You've just put weird O'Doul's brand weed. You put weedless weed in my burger for no reason, and you're expecting me to think that you're trendy. Goddamn you, Carl's Jr., Maybe if you actually had an affordable dollar menu, we wouldn't be having this conversation and you would actually have a market share. Maybe then I would have considered going to you, even though you were the only fast food restaurant a block away from my college. I still didn't go to you because you were expensive as fuck. And no amount of voodoo hoo hoo whatever fake weed burger is going to convince me that you are finally cool. Carl's Jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. Yeah, that's more like it. Anyway. Here's more tunes. Did you know that Hot Chip has a new album coming out? Boy, howdy, am I excited. This is their new song, Hungry Child.
Welcome back from that latest round of Techno Bop, friends. I am still Corbin David Albo. You're still listening to Corbin vs. the World. You just got done hearing Hungry Child by Hot Chip. New single coming off of their possibly upcoming new album. Followed up by Pixel Grip. They are a group out of Chicago. That is their song Diamonds. And finally, we had I Thought the Future Would Be Cooler by Yacht. I will admit this is about as cool as I expected the future to be. 
I was kind of thinking we would have holograms in the main, but I'll take the special guest star status that they have in our culture at the moment. A lot of exciting music news this week, uh, particularly Flying Lotus has just announced he is coming out with a new album that was accompanied with a debut, we'll call it a single, I guess, but it was a spoken word track featuring David Lynch, and it was directed by the guy who directed Salad Fingers, and if that isn't a shit Corbin is into Mad Libs, I don't know what is. So I am already super fucking hyped about that album. Uh, They've already announced the track list and all the feature list, and it is out of this world. You've got George Clinton, Denzel Curry, Thundercat, obviously, because what's a Flying Lotus album without Thundercat dropping hot bass licks everywhere? Uh, Shabazz Palaces, Tierra Whack, the list goes on. Uh, So obviously the hype cannon is fully engaged for that album, and I'm really excited to hear new songs for that as they continue being released. Not only that, but on the comedy front, Carrie Brownstein and Annie Clark of St. Vincent have announced that they are going to begin work on a tour mockumentary, and that's kind of piggybacking on the uh, latest Slater Kinney album that Annie Clark just helped produce. So there is a whole bunch of really, really exciting stuff on the horizon as we go further and further into 2019. Also, there's a new Madonna album coming out, because why the hell not? It's called Madam X. And I know the lead single for that, Medellin, just dropped. And all of the press photos have Madonna in an eye patch, looking like Ellie Driver from Kill Bill. So obviously, I am excited as shit for this rollout. Because I think that we've all forgotten, you know, with the Ariana Grandes and Lady Gagas and the Miley Cyruses, the Madonna was the OG. She's been doing this shit before we were even born. So I cannot wait to see what kind of batshit stuff is going to be unleashed during this album rollout. Uh, So like I said, a lot of exciting things on the horizon moving forward into the year. And now is the time when we move forward with our day and I move forward out of this show. So thank you all very much for tuning in for this episode of Corbin vs. The World. You can find me at Instagram at Corbin versus the world. You can find us at Noco FM on Instagram and also on Facebook. Be sure to check out our Patreon page and donate and help contribute to making Noco better, faster, even more powerful than it was before. I'm going to close this out with some hippity hop because I haven't played some rap music in a while and I've been aching. And this is a great killer track for you. This is How to Build a Relationship, collaborative track between Flume and JPEG Mafia who's one of my favorite new rappers. He has a song called I Cannot Fucking Wait Until Morrissey Dies. And that is all you need to know about JPEG Mafia. This is their song, How to Build a Relationship. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Corbin David Albaugh. Have an excellent evening and weekend. I will talk to you next week. Appreciate ya. Jungle Juice Music. New whips, new whips, uh, new whip at the top, whoa, hold up, not even. 
New whip with the top drop. Uh, Suplex the nigga like ascension to cop drop. Uh, I ain't got no million dollar deals, I still make hits. These niggas got million dollar deals and just take shit. I'm not with it. Scope out, I got good vision. I'm seeing through these fake niggas like brand. You niggas too timid. I'm with a loose lippin'. I'm in the f- sippin'. Cyanide to the head, bitch, I be fixin' it. Fuck is you talking about? I'm in the giving coffins out. I caught him at the coffee house and made him walk it out. I'm not cool. I'm not nice. I'm not you. There's no friends, no feels. This kid's stupid. No fresh smile, gold tooth. Heat to your skull, catch me in a cold mood. Not cool. I'm not nice. I'm not you. There's no friends, no feels. This kid's stupid. Fresh smile, gold tooth. Heat to your skull, catch me in a cold mood. I can never show you niggas all the dirt I'm doing. Stick to your face like hacksaw Jim Dugan. First nigga put you on the ropes. Had you looking like a ghost cause you in my heart. But you not moving, nigga. Jailbreak the Tesla. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Break the Tesla. Ninth grade, yeah. Prime days, yeah. Raised by the internet, final stage, yeah. We could do anything by that age, yo. Dick could start, it was too cool for MySpace, yo. Had the iPod touch with the red snow. City, yeah, but you can pirate all the apps, though. They would have security cans by the back, though. Nigga, this was lime wire on crack, though. The touch was anything you could have asked for. The 
girl breaking in, it was hot shit, yeah. What if you could do the same for the whip, yeah? Turn the X into a Batmobile whip, yeah. I can't wait till I nigga get the stunt and get a Tesla and take it to West Coast Cause I'm just trying to touch screen to iOS for fun. That make the autopilot do it, don't I go dumb, man. Tell that nigga Elon, I'm sorry. Tell my mom to take the pictures and adjust it. Pull that door up at the party. Like I didn't cop the shit for nothing. Niggas can't pull up in a Rari. But all you can change me and some fuck shit. And you gotta try that shit, that ain't for me. Need some shit I can hack like fuck it. Yeah.
This has been a production of NOCO FM.